Welcome to Inversation, the podcast that focuses on our stories, our way. Each week, we'll cover a range of subjects and experiences and hear some life stories from some pretty dope people. So get ready, get set, and prepare to take a ride inside. podcast the podcast that lets us tell our stories our way how's it going everybody it is february i am actually recording this on valentine's day so happy valentine's day to all the lovers out there and even if you aren't in a pair or a situation or a situationship happy valentine's day to you to everybody that is listening, I wish nothing but love and light. I really don't typically celebrate Valentine's Day like on a large scale. Um, I just like to spend time with my husband and enjoy his company and enjoy his presence, which I do that every day. But I like to celebrate with everybody by just kind of spreading as much love as I can throughout the entire day. And so that's what I've done today. And I want to continue to do with you all as well. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Um, And I hope that you guys feel the love that I am sending out. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the mental health check-in. Um, I'm doing pretty decent. I'm not even going to lie. I'm doing well. It's been a little bit of a kind of recovery because the last time we spoke, I was going through like a emotional roller coaster and I don't know what was going on around that time, but now I am in a very grounded space. I have eliminated a lot of distractions, a lot of stress that was just kind of weighing me down. And I've started to get into a better space that feels a little bit more breathable, if you will. I recognize that sometimes you just have to do that. You have to get into the space where you identify what is getting in your way, what's acting as a barrier to you or a weight to your forward momentum, and cut that shit off. You know, just cut it off. Um, And so I've deleted a lot of apps and deactivated a lot of accounts that just kind of served as distractions to my progress. I've taken some time to really look at the current plan of action that I have and restructure it in a way that is more realistic to where I am today. Because the Josh last year may have been able to do all of the things that I had on my plan of action, but this year it's a little bit different. The energy doesn't feel the same. You know, 
I'm a little more tired than I was last year. Um, I, I and I don't have as much time on my hands. Um, free time on my hands like I did in the past. And so how can I best utilize my time and my energy so that I'm getting things done and still staying true to who I am and who I look to be moving forward? And that's kind of what ties into today's episode, which is redefining your identity after a time of turmoil. So sometimes when we go through difficult or challenging situations in life, it takes a lot out of us. And if you're anything like me, you might just jump right into the next thing. You may not give yourself enough space to just recover and rest. Um, whenever I go through something that's a little bit challenging or might I might exert a lot of energy or I might, you know, feel a little bit like taken aback from that situation. It's like when I really should be resting, my mind will tell me, no, you should get up and you should be doing X, Y, Z. You should be making this happen and you should be doing this work and you're not even making progress in this area. So why, why aren't you doing anything? Why, why are you just sitting around? You know, you have more things that you could be doing. When you're in that space, you have to recognize what voice is your voice and what voice may be coming from something that you've gone through in the past or something that someone may have told you in the past. I remember growing up, one of my mom's biggest gripes with me is she would be like, you lazy, you need to get up and you need to do something. And it's not that I was lazy. It's just that I did a lot of work. I did a lot of things for my family members. I did a lot of things at school and, and I worked full time. I, I started working when I was 15, um, at a church's chicken. I got that job. And then two weeks later, I turned 16 and I would work, um, long hours back then and still go to school. And I was still, you know, helping my family with my nieces and nephews and, you know, going to see everybody in the family. You know, it was just a lot of moving pieces, a lot of components of my life that caused me to, you know, need to rest, need to just stop and just take a breather for me. But it's like I held that voice of my mom saying, you know, you're you're being lazy or you're not doing enough you need to get up and 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 do something it's like you're always doing something you're constantly doing something and so sometimes when you hear that voice that's in your head that's constantly badgering you to get up be productive keep moving or keep doing it it's just that guilt or that stress that you may have had from the past that is just whispering to you and trying to force you to continue to stay active when your body actually needs to rest and so knowing when it's appropriate for you to actually sit down and rest your body when it's appropriate to meditate and reconnect with God and just sit in silence, um, knowing when to speak to your counsel or your board of directors, as one of my good friends calls it, um, speak to your board of directors and touch base or, or with your healing circle so that you can restore yourself because it's easy for you to just pivot and go into the next chapter of your story. But if you're not 
ready for that if you're not prepared mentally and emotionally to move in the next direction you know you could be setting yourself up for failure and I felt like that's what was going on with me at the beginning of this year you know I decided to take December off and just relax when it came to business and my extracurricular endeavors, if you will. And when the top of the year came, I was like, okay, well, it's time to jump back in and get things started. But I wasn't there. I wasn't in that space. I wasn't in the right headspace to even plan what I wanted to do, let alone actually get started rolling things out. And lo and behold, that little voice came and started telling me, hey, you know, you should be getting up and you should be doing this. You should be searching for clients because you don't have enough clients. You should be making progress on your workshops because you're not doing anything right now. You should be working on your book. And I had to tell that voice, you know what, hold up, hold on, because I'm tired. You know, I'm not the person that I used to be anymore. And from time to time, you have to recognize that you're in a new space and that what's required of you is to assess the situation, assess what your needs are and give yourself what you need because nobody else is going to be able to give it to you. Nobody else is going to tell you stop and take a breather, especially if you work in a nine to five and are an entrepreneur. Like if you are doing both of those things and you still trying to run a household and you still, you know, have family that you have to engage with and friends that you have to engage with, you know, and try to have some type of social life, you know, it can be a lot for you. So knowing when to establish boundaries and when to put yourself in a space for isolation and allow yourself to restore and recover your mind spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you know, physically, it's important. I feel like a lot of us just kind of end up in these spaces where we're constantly pushing ourselves to continue to do, do, move, move, go, go. And when we do that, we do ourselves a disservice and end up burning ourselves out. Then we're angry with other people or we might be short when it comes to different situations where we would normally be a little bit more excited. That is really the space that I've been in this year. And the more I speak to people, I recognize that there's others that are going through a similar type of transition as well, who are just stopping and giving themselves time to reassess what they're doing, deciding if this thing that I said that I wanted to do, if it still aligns with where I am today. Or if it's something that may need to wait until next year, or if I need to put that on my long-term goals instead of my immediate goals. And so I've taken the time to reassess my entire goal list, my immediate goals, short-term goals, and long-term goals, and just kind of restructure things to make sure that they're still in alignment with where I'm looking to go moving forward and congruent with where I am today. Because the person that I am today and who I want to become going forward is different than the person that I was last year. You know, it's different than the person that I was in my 20s. And and it's time for me to sit back and decide and define who I want to be moving forward. 
I remember like at the beginning of this year, I was really questioning my sexy. You know, I would look in the mirror and I didn't see myself as sexy. And even though like every time I would post like a a photo or, you know, I would go out with friends and whatnot, everybody would compliment me on how I look and whatnot. I would look in the mirror and I would just see stress. You know, I would see overwhelm. I would see, you know, lack of nutrition and, and, and just not flattering, not sexy at all. And I remember having a conversation with my husband and telling him, you know, I just don't feel sexy right now. And I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know what to do about it. All I know is that, um, things that I decide to wear and the way that I look, it just isn't flattering to me right now. And I don't really know what to do about it. And so he asked me, he was like, well, why do you think you feel that way? What makes you feel like you're not sexy? Okay, well, I'm I'm overweight and, you know, my hair is thinning and I, I just feel like I'm aging and I, I should be a little more sophisticated, but I'm still giving off the same energy that I gave off in my 20s, but I'm at a different stage and I just don't, I don't feel like myself. I don't know what to do with myself, you know, to make myself feel the sexy that I know that I am because I recognize that I'm an attractive person, but I just don't feel it resonating with me at this current time. So like, I, I what do I do? How do I navigate that? Um, and he told me to take some time to like, think about it because a lot of the things that I was telling him was things that were like my clothes, you know, or the, the things that, uh, my accessories and things of that nature. And he was like, I don't really think that your, um, your issue is with material things. I think it's an internal struggle that you're having. And so give yourself some time to just, you know, spend with yourself and, and ask yourself a few questions about what's making you feel this way, where it's coming from. And when I did that, when I asked myself, you know, well, why do I feel like I'm not sexy? Um, the thing that came up was, well, I hadn't been in a gym because the gym was closed for a good period of time and I was doing home workouts, but home workouts just weren't really doing it for me. You know, I wanted to be back in that environment. I wanted the inspiration of being in community with people who were also working out. And, and so I, I felt I wasn't really giving myself the love that I really needed at the time. I wasn't eating right. I was eating out and grabbing fast food instead of cooking, you know, coming home after work because I'm tired and just kind of sitting on the couch and watching TV. And so I decided in that moment that I was going to make a change. You know, I'm going to get up off this couch and I'm going to decide to go to the gym. I'm going to get up and do some yoga. I'm going to dance around the house. I'm going to put on my favorite album and I'm going to dance around the house. And I mean, I'm not the best dancer or nothing like that, but I I know how to move my body and I'm definitely going to move my body so that I can burn some of this energy and I can you know, move, move myself and, and make sure that my mobility is, is still where it needs to be and that I'm stretching and that I'm, I'm moving my body and, and using the muscles that need to be used. Um, because if you don't use it, you lose it. 
You know, I started singing more to myself because I stopped singing. And that's something that always brings me joy and and helps me to move a lot of energy is singing. And so even if I don't feel like I'm vocally at my best, I still like to do it because it shifts something within me, within my being to make a joyful noise to just release to 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 the Lord. You know, and I I wasn't doing that. I was I wasn't doing the things that typically make me feel like Josh. You know, I I was just kind of living because of this situation that had happened to me that I felt was just like so life shattering. It, It just really broke me, you know, especially considering the fact that like I've been transparent about the fact that like during COVID, I kind of overextended myself. I gave myself by sacrificing a lot of my talents and giving a lot of my time and attention to an organization instead of giving that same time and attention to myself and to my family. And in doing that, it took a lot from me and I had to step away from that position you know, because I was losing myself. I was losing my my grip on reality and, and who I wanted to be and who I really was. You know, I felt like it was kind of making me become something that I wasn't, you know, somebody that I wasn't. And I didn't like that. I, I, I wanted to be me. You know, I wanted to express my gifts in a in an environment that respected that and that honored that and that would allow me to be me with families and with customers. And I wasn't able to really have that at that time. And so I had to make a a decision to walk away from that. And it was really heartbreaking because it was a place that I really loved. You know, I had spent so much time with the people that were there and it, it, it was really just kind of like life shifting for me. Um, but I decided to choose me. And it was a time that I had never done that before. You know, I had never decided to, you know, choose me over something that brought me joy or something that was really giving me the opportunity to shine. And it was a really hard decision for me to make, but I had to make it so that I would be okay. You know, and so I took a few months off and got myself in the proper headspace. And then, you know, jump back into work and then, you know, was trying to find my way back from having been in that place of like loss and, and and not knowing who I was and not knowing what I what I wanted moving forward and having to restructure my life and then getting into my flow. I'm getting into my rhythm. And then the next thing you know, I lose that job because some things just kind of shifted. And, and that is what really made it a major impact on me. It really made me look at myself and question, well, am I doing something wrong? Like, is it, is it me? Is it like, am I not at the caliber that I used to be at? Am I not as good as what I I was when I first got out of college? You know, am I not getting better? Am I moving in the wrong direction? You know, am I not paying attention to things? Like it was just, I was, I began to question myself 
and I began to overanalyze the things that I did, the things that I said, the way that I moved, like everything, I started to overanalyze myself and question whether or not I was really being authentic to who I set out to be or if I was moving in the wrong direction. And it kind of made me spiral into this like very dark place that I really didn't want to be in. And it, it made me feel isolated. It made me feel alone. It made me feel like um, depressed, you know, and I, I've been depressed before. I know what it feels like. And I, I would have to say that this was a major depression. Like it was, it was very, a very deep depression. And when I would talk to people, they would be like, okay, well, but why are you feeling this way? Like, where is it, where is it coming from? And like, how can I support you? And the only way that I could think that people could support me was just to like check in with me and to talk to me and allow me to just talk to them and share what was on my heart. And, you know, I'm the type of person that it's like, if I share with one person too much, you know, then I, I will start to feel guilty because I'm like, I, I, I don't want to become a burden on you. I don't want to put too much on you and, and make it feel like, you know, heavy every time we talk or anything like that. And, and so I, I remember just kind of feeling like I had to be mindful of who I was talking to about what I was feeling at the time while I was trying to find a new job and I was trying to get myself into this space of wanting to continue to move forward and wanting to continue to press towards the destination that I had been striving to get to. And, and, and it's like recovering from that, you know, after having finally gotten a job and, you know, starting that, that gig and getting into the habit of, of going to work and, you know, balancing my life and making sure that my family life is good and that my my personal self is good, you know, thinking about my business and the way that it's functioning and what I'm doing in it, it, it just began to be a lot for me. And so I made all these plans of things that I would do in the new year. And when the new year came about, it just, it didn't happen. It was just not, there was no momentum. You know, I had, it's like I had nothing in the tank, had enough to wake up, go to the gym and go to work. And that was it. You know, I, I didn't feel moved to come home and do any projects, work on any projects, or I didn't want to read. I didn't want to, you know, go out or anything like that. I wasn't taking pictures and anybody who knows me knows that I love taking pictures, you know, it's just refreshing to my soul to take pictures it captures the essence of each moment as I move and navigate through life and so I love taking pictures it's just something that you know my mom really planted in me to be sure to always make memories and capture those memories as life goes on and so um I now I didn't even want to do that at the time you know I just would look in the mirror and I really did not see myself as me, I was mentally and emotionally beating myself up about that. And instead of doing that, you know, after having spoken to my husband, instead of doing that, I decided to take a step back and really examine what is it that I want for myself as a man in his 30s? This is my Jesus year, you know, I, I'm 32. And so what is it that you really want, Joshua? Like, what do you want? 
who do you want to be? Are you going to let something that happened to you define who you are moving forward? Are you going to allow the things that you gave away in the past to dictate what you do moving forward? Is everything that you have on your to-do list still in alignment with where you're going today? Do you need to put some things to the side and come back to them later or shift some things around so that you feel like you again? And I feel like that was one of the greatest decisions that I could make because once I decided to do that, it feels like everything just kind of started to become a little bit easier. You know, now I don't have the pressure of just, you know, getting off work and then trying to look for clients and trying to record a show and make a YouTube show and get that edited and then go and do all these things. Instead, I can reduce the amount of things that I'm doing to a specific number that's more comfortable where I am to where I'm still able to make and track my progress. But I also have enough energy to do what I really want to do, you know, what's most important because, you know, you, you have all these things as an entrepreneur that you, you want to do and you get out there and you do your research and you start making these moves and you try what you think will work and then it doesn't work. And then you got to start over and all these different things. You feel like you have to continue to push, 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 push. But sometimes it's important for you to take a step back and define what you really want, define what you're able to do within that moment, and then make your steps confidently moving from that space. And I'm so glad that I did that because had I not, I would have been stuck, you know, stagnant, just working every day, not really thinking of myself, falling back into that survival mode that I talk about so often, you know, just kind of going through the motions and taking the day for what it was, for what it had for me, instead of setting out and defining what I wanted from each day, you know, what I wanted to achieve and, and applying my energy to the things that were most appropriate to me moving forward. So I'm so glad that I was able to do that and, and catch myself before I slid too far into that rabbit hole to where it was too hard for me to come back. So I just want to encourage anybody that may be going through a similar type of transition. If you've gone through a difficult challenge, you know, you've gone through a storm or you may even be going through a storm to really give yourself some grace, give yourself some time to stop and ask yourself the questions that are most important to you. Where are you right now? Are you happy where you are? Do you enjoy all of the things that you're doing? Is what you're doing right now enough for you or is it too much for you? Do you need a break? Do you need to put some things on hold until you have enough energy to get them done? You know, do you need to press through a few things temporarily so that you are able to have some time to just rest and recover? Like, what is it that you need right now? Who do you want to be right now? You know, and is who you are right now congruent with who you see yourself becoming? 
Because if the answer is no, what are you going to do about it? What do you want to do about it? Do you have the energy to figure that out? You know, have you given yourself the time to figure that out? And so I want to encourage you to take the time to look into yourself, you know, do that inner work, do that shadow work and define who you want to be and ensure that the person that you are looking to be is who is showing up in every moment. Because I don't know about you, but I want to be confident in myself. I want to be happy. I want to be energetic. I want to be a ray of sunshine for people when they see me. I want to be a ray of sunshine for myself. I want to help others that are going through similar transitions and fighting to stay positive, even though the world seems to be coming to shambles. You know, I want to continue to be that inspiration. I want to continue to be that light in the darkness, you know, and and, and be in community with other people who are entrepreneurs and, and business owners and community leaders and, and healthcare workers and people who are out setting out to make a difference in our communities, setting out to make a difference in our world because we're the change that this world needs. You know, we're the change that each generation needs. And so every little bit counts. And so being sure to give yourself grace when you're in this time of, of transition or this time of, of storm, you know, and identifying and defining who you want to be moving forward, what you want to see in your life moving forward. Um, it's one thing to define your vision of where you want to end up, but who do you want to be right now? Are you in alignment with who that person is? And so I don't want to spend too much of your time. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging with me and catching up. And I hope you guys found some value in this conversation. Um, and I just wanted to share my testimony with you guys. And hopefully it really touches somebody and, and gets somebody to understand that you're not going through this alone. Um, sometimes it's easier for us to just internalize the things that we feel and not express it or tell anybody or, or share our burdens with anybody else, but, but we're a community, we're a village. And so if you feel uncomfortable sharing, you know, or, or you feel like, you know, you, you might be a burden on somebody else. If you share, um, know that this is a safe space. You know, this is a, a community that we're building together. And sometimes we need each other, you know, um, one of my frat brothers, he sent me a TikTok video. Um, I think it was like Dr. Shante, and she was talking about these students who were in this class and they were all a part of this prestigious school and they were in this class and the professor noticed that their his Asian students were doing significantly better than his black students. And and so he wanted to ask he went and asked the black students, you know, like what's what's going on as to why your grades aren't as well as the their counterparts. Um and what he found was that they were studying just the same amount of time as the Asian students, but the difference was, was the Asian students were working in groups and the black students were working by themselves. They were, they were studying by themselves and he shifted his entire 
curriculum so that there was more group projects and, and group work and, and everybody was studying in groups. And he saw a significant increase in those students' grades by the end, within a few semesters. And the moral of that, that TikTok was to stop doing things alone. You know, stop going through things alone because God will place people in your life to be a community for you, to be a pillar for you to lean on, you know, to be a support for you during your darkest hours. And even though you may feel like, you know, people may use the things that you say against you or you may not be able to trust certain people, you know, find you a circle of people that you can trust, you know, that can support you and and that you can lean on when things start getting tough. Because when you're going through those spirals and you're going through those storms and life is hitting you in the face and scratch you on the back, it makes you feel like nothing is going right or nothing will go right for you. And when you get into that mental space, it really makes you manifest these tumultuous situations that you go through all on your own. But when you work in community, when you have a healing circle or you have a board of directors, those people will recognize when you're going through something and they'll be there to be your support system if you allow them to be. And, you know, me speaking to you guys is really me speaking to myself as well. So let's just be a community for each other. Let's get back to unity and community within our communities. You know, let's heal some of those spaces or create some spaces for us to share the things that we're feeling and that we're going through so that we can have the support and find the resources that we need to make it through those tough times. Um, because when you don't have to go through it alone, we don't, we don't have to go through it alone. Um, so that's going to do it. If this resonated with you in any way, definitely leave a comment under the post that you find this. Um, you can also reach out to me at info at the dream incentive.com. If you would like to join a support group, I am starting a support group for men who are in a space of transition and that are looking to redefine who they are. Maybe like you are just in your thirties like me and you're wanting to redefine yourself, or you may be in your forties and have gone through a few changes and you just kind of want or need support, you know, navigating the changes that you're going through. Um, definitely reach out to me at info at the dream If you would like to be a guest on the show and talk about a situation that you've gone through or an area of expertise that you may have that would benefit our listeners, definitely reach out to me at inversationpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to have you guys on to talk about an array of different things. And in the meantime, if you haven't heard it today, I love you. If you haven't smiled today, smile with me. You guys have a happy Valentine's Day, and I am going to talk to you guys next time. All right. Deuces.
Hey there, dreamers and believers. The Dream Incentive is starting a men's group called Men of Purpose for men that are going through or just wrapped up a challenging transition in life. This can look like losing a job, going through a breakup or divorce, starting a new career, launching a business, or just balancing way too much. Purpose of this group is to provide a space where men can discuss the things they have or are currently going through and to give and receive support. We all know that iron sharpens iron and nobody really understands the inner struggles of a man more than his brother. This isn't a space for bashing, down talking, or shop talk. It's a safe space to help you define who you want to be in your next chapter and start that journey with the proper support and guidance. If you're interested in volunteering to be a mentor in the Men of Purpose, looking for a mentor, or you just want to join for support, send an email to info at thedreamincentive.com. That's info at thedreamincentive.com. We are our brother's keeper. So join today.